Resident Evil colon Infinite Darkness. Dun, dun, dun. Released July 8th, 2021. The, um, uh, the series that happens between Resident Evil 4 and 5 that nobody asked for. <laughs> I'm Delamento. I'm the Pirate of Penzance, Nick Nundall. <laughs> and this is Attract Mode. Why Pirates of Penzance? Why? Because the hero of Pen Penmanet Pen Penamstan 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 is said about sixteen thousand times in this miniseries. Yes, and every time I heard it, I thought of the Pirates of Penzance. Okay, (laughs) that's how that that's how that funny joke gets dissected in the first thirty seconds of the podcast. We're like the pirates of of these pants. Whoa! Like, what uh, are you saying? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Everyone, everyone's wearing pants in this in this miniseries. It's weird. Uh, Have to comment right. on it. <laughs> all right, we're back in Resident Evil World. Yeah, um, we're like really in Resident Evil World because right, this yes. is the games, but a movie, exactly. but a miniseries. Right? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> this is the, the longer name of this is Resident <laughs> Evil Infinite Darkness colon the the movie the miniseries the games yes yeah uh this is so clearly a what had to have been a movie that got chopped up into four episodes yeah the the episodes are 20 minutes long it's it it reminds me of the final fantasy um ova that we watched that was broken up into four episodes um not in quality of course but uh at the very least in in structure (laughs) It kind of reminds me of the Ninja Gaiden OVA we just watched. <laughs> it's just it's very standard anime plot building up to the secret thing and then a transformation and then, you know, like, oh, the baddies are really the people in power. It, it's all what you've heard and seen before in Resident Evil. But this time it looks like the video games, even though you can't play it. Wow. Holy <laughs> shit. What I've always wanted from a video game. <laughs> yeah. What if I couldn't play this? That is. Let me introduce you to Let's Plays on YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) Netflix finally caught up and made their own Let's Play of a game that only they could play. Great, incredible. Um, I. uh, It's like the monkey's paw curled one finger, where it's like, oh man, I really wish that first Resident Evil movie you watched was like actually set in the video game universe. (laughs) Then you made this as a result no 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 your greediness it's weird because it doesn't feel like and granted my experience with resident evil does have a big gap where i was like the first and second one i played a lot i do remember playing the third one but i vague memories of it and then i pretty much leapt forward in time to a little bit of experience with the rock punching one Mm -hmm. and and like the uh seven was like my like oh cool resident evil's back where i want it to be um so uh, admittedly my perspective is like very skewed 
but this never felt like resident evil the whole way through like so um as a middle schooler so the most of a resident evil i have played is four as a middle schooler you are yeah. currently going back your your billy madison madison your way through life <laughs> uh-huh <laughs> and yeah. as a current middle schooler dylan Alvento is yeah. does feel like this is resident evil well yeah so this is so four is probably the one i've played the most mm-hmm. um you know going over to people's houses you know re4 when it first came out was a gamecube exclusive if you remember mm-hmm. that um, what's a gamecube uh it's really cool it it has a handle Um, oh shit you can take it everywhere yeah and and just drop it down and start playing right where you are exactly exactly um the there so you say this doesn't feel like resident evil to you this feels exactly like resident evil to me because yeah i think of resident evil is the only Resident Evil I have the most exposure to, down to the fact that Leon Kennedy says the stupidest fucking one-liners in this, <laughs> just like he did in Resident Evil 4. I distinctly remember this part in Resident Evil 4 where he like first goes to the village where all the people are infected and like a like church bell chimes or something and they all like scatter, you know, from like the plaza and skitter into their homes and he's like where's everyone going bingo and i'm like the fuck does oh no what? so you can expect that quality of of writing in yes in, in this there's also i'd like to point out while we're talking about one-liners he says he has experience with the undead and like people infected by viruses and things like his i guess it's more accurate to call them that infected in this he has all these experiences with these things but there is one of his first fights in the movie where he kills some zombies and then he's like, take that, you fucking bastards or something like it's like. A, and he's I'm like, why? You know, those are people, right? Like you didn't win a victory over someone who wanted to hurt you. You just killed some infected people. And I'm fine with that. I'm fine with the killing. I don't think you need to like spit on their graves. Yeah, there's afterwards. a lot of that. Yeah. From uh, from uh, that scene in particular. Yeah. Um yeah i just it's also weird because like they go back to the fucking white house shit in re6 where like the the washington gets like overrun with zombies and that it's like yeah and maybe and maybe they're trying to be clever with it it's like oh this is like you know foretelling what's gonna happen it's like there's gonna be even worse outbreak there's so many questions we gotta get into this movie i mean we obviously don't like it (laughs) (laughs) in case it's not clear um this is also a relatively new release. Like I said, it came out in July where we watched it a little a little later. It's a little out of order. Um, the uh, if, you, if you worry about spoilers, just f- fucking go watch it, I guess. Like, yeah, it's two hours if you, long. If you are invested in the timeline of Resident Evil, this does fit into it as like a canon, I think, story. Yeah. In um, which case, I hate you. <laughs> no i don't even as someone who didn't appreciate this movie i can fully understand like rocking with a whole franchise because you want to know everything about it and like experience it all and it is it is part of that so you should watch it and not have it ruined here probably let it ruin it for you itself <laughs> yes <laughs> um but but yeah we're going to talk about everything that we can think to talk about so spoilers yeah. um all right, the worst part about this movie is that it starts with a fucking generic ass like military like yeah 
Persian Gulf, you know, Middle East assaults. It's like these rough military dudes in a fucking Black Hawk helicopter, like riding into some attack. And also the CG is just bad. Yeah. It's, just, it's it like PS3 cutscene quality yeah. stretched to a whole miniseries. But even where it's like it's bad but acceptable in the later parts of the movie, here. I feel like they let an intern do like a final pass on dirtying up these fucking soldiers yeah, because the muck on their face because it looks like another layer of video was put over it and it was done at like half the polygon count. It's just a chunky shit all yeah. over their faces and it is so distracting. Right. And then they do the thing where, you know, every time I mean, I know I know these, you know, the Capcom's based in japan or whatever but like a lot of depictions of the middle east and also like south america mm-hmm. they always put like that green that yellow green filter yeah. over everything They're like this is how you see it through a night vision camera so it must be how it is there <laughs> and it's uh it, it just looks bad yeah it looked awful uh, like very off-putting first 10 minutes of it of just me like not enjoying what i was looking at in any way also not realizing what they were building with the sort of storyline. It seemed like it was just like people killing people. And like, I don't know. Part of me has like moved on from any kind of like war in the middle East being in any way represented in a entertainment medium. Right. Right. Like, like I'm just like, there's nothing happy about that. I don't want it as part of my entertainment package. So it's always so tasteless. It's, it's always so like Western centric. Yeah. It's never good. Yeah. Um. So they're in this helicopter. There's like three or four of them. One of them goes down. The uh. Um. The the person in control of the other one of the other helicopters sees the helicopter go down and goes command like we want to, we want to go save them and command radios back it's like no it's like you got to stay on target you have to you know go forward with the mission. And the guy leading the helicopter is like, fuck that. Take us down. They go down. They run up to the crash site. Um, they find one person still alive. He's like terrible. He's like unconscious, wounded, um, but still alive. And they like pull him out from underneath the wreckage of the of the helicopter. And then they're like kind of hiding behind the helicopter as like enemy soldiers like come up on the tops of the buildings um, on the other side of the street because they're in like a an urban environment mm-hmm. and they start shooting at the helicopter and then one guy takes out an rpg um and shoots at the helicopter and while you know the leader of the squad is trying to radio back and there's an explosion and it knocks them all down cut the black cut to a scene of a bunch of the indigenous soldiers um uh, rebel faction that they um call them later you know, cheering at this tree where they have strung up a bunch of U.S. military personnel, um, having killed them. One is like they have severed him at the waist. Yeah, I couldn't tell if that was like they did that while he was hanging, or if it was from the explosion from the helicopter. It is violent and awful in like a way that is like, look at these animals, like right. look at these these terrible people who would do this, and. I don't know. It just all felt like it wasn't where I expected the gore to come in a Resident Evil thing. Right. Of like, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, like, I mean, you look at five, right? That's like, 
You know, mm-hmm. it's it's mm-hmm. Chris Redfield going to Africa and killing black people. Right. And you look at six, and these were games. I mean, four to a certain extent because Leon goes to Spain. But like yeah. that, this era of Resident Evil like got really into geopolitics for some reason yeah. and was never good about writing that into yeah, and, the stories. And I think there's meat on those bones as far as like saying that these evil corporations and governments are testing in these areas because they see those people as less than human and like they're willing to risk them on terrible viruses and things like that. Like, I think there's a geopolitic story there that could work, but they always portray the locals in like the worst ways Yeah, that feels so gross and wrong. Yeah. And it's like, I don't want to go back to that era. I don't want to go back to seeing that represented in you know the resident evil fiction going back to the half guy real quick that's you know strung up on the tree if it was just his upper body why why would they hang him (laughs) still just as a trophy i guess like Like, because again they're supposed to be represented as like these awful you know savages people basically yeah right um which is just so shitty and like the whole scene i was very put off i was like i am not into this and 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 then it does one thing that's kind of neat which is like as you're you're in your most uncomfortable you start zooming in on the face of one of these soldiers who's hanging upside down and bah his eyes (laughs) open and they're all white and his skin is gross and he's a zombie and instead of like playing out whatever happens in that moment instead it's cut to black hard bam time for titles time for like well, I'm trying to think like any Netflix documentary, like, right. like it's like making a, a murderer starts. Right. Yeah, it's just like pieces of a map like fading in and out and like yeah. pictures, like dossier photos and shit like that. It lacked like a true detective, you know, like country yeah. song playing, folksy yes. country song. When the last light warms the rocks and the <laughs> Yeah. When the... <laughs> yeah, go on. <laughs> Right. Uh, so then we get we get a jump to present day today 2006 today to, today today <laughs> today in 2006 where we today. are right now right right this moment 2006 um we get uh un refugee helper outer claire redfield mm-hmm. because guess what there's like five characters <laughs> in the whole in world this franchise yes <laughs> that ever matter um she's helping out uh she's joined terra save uh which i guess is like just a an activist organization that yeah tries to help in all these situations and uh she is in pemnus pen penum penum stan can you say penum, it penum stan penum stan yeah. Right. Pana- no, no, no. Panam Stan. Panam. Thank it. you. That's it. Panam Stan. Panam Stan. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, and I. I mean, I get that. Like, if you're going to like very offensively represent a part of the world, I guess making up your own country. It's certainly better than making it a real place. Lessens your shittiness. Um, yeah. It's still very weird. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So Panam Stan, the Civil War that happens beforehand in the previous scene uh she walks up to this kid who is is sitting down apparently he is mute 
Um, <laughs> but she doesn't know that. <laughs> so she's, she's like, talking to him. Trying to strike her. She's like, come on, kid. Talk to me. Yeah. Um, I'm a nice white lady. Why won't you talk to me? <laughs> yeah, I don't understand. And she finds out that he likes to like draw stuff like like he's mute because of PTSD uh, mm-hmm. because of the civil war. Um, but he has a sketch pad in his lap and she's like, Oh, can I see it? And because he can't say anything, it's she, like, he can't say he can't no. Say no. <laughs> he, she just takes it from him. Like, like he's obviously like kind of like gripping it still. And she just like, kind of like, tugs it out of his grasp it's like what the fuck Uh, uh, excuse me oh i can't say that (laughs) and then she uh flips the cover over and wouldn't you know it on the very first page is this very gruesome very scary like kind of abstracted illustration of people being like attacked by other monstrous people dang old monsters and kids never draw monsters unless they've actually seen them yeah i've seen movies (laughs) it is such a like standard trope that like why would a child draw this if they haven't encountered an actual monster and it's like or every child in the world has drawn some kind of monster in their life but to be fair if you're claire redfield who has survived numerous encounters fair enough yeah (laughs) with with monsters you'd be like oh shit yeah (laughs) you're gonna start seeing those things wherever wherever you can yeah it's like we gotta take this kid dead serious um so we cut to the united states of america Mm -hmm. the white house 1600 pennsylvania avenue um the geopolitics are happening yeah hacking is going on yeah who who could it be probably china oh those china bastards let's go after them all right that's that's basically like they they are really like we kind of think it would be china because they've they've been hacking us before so it's probably them and that's like the evidence they have to go on here yeah um and then so we've got some some hero figures here leon is getting special treatment being brought in to the yes, white he's house being, he's being flown in from a helicopter in. Yeah. And the pilot's like i've never gotten clearances fast you must be pretty cool you must be super cool but then we also know that the hero of panamstan fucking i can't do it i don't know what is wrong with my brain panamstan the hero of panamstan is also being brought in here and it's like it's a little weird having like two characters who are like the heroes everyone's whispering about being brought in um and and we know one of them and don't know the other one and we're supposed to like catch up i guess um but yeah uh so that that person is there um there's two other people there's like the kind of rookie-ish guy also are they secret service yeah like what are they now what is leon after he goes and saves the president's daughter because he was a bad enough dude yeah, I don't remember what his like like I feel like like special agent to the president or something. I can't remember. They do call them special agents at some point, like the hero of Panamstan is like we agents like us, special agents like us. So I guess yeah, maybe they report directly to the president. I guess during various zombie apocalypses, um dot 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 <laughs> apocalypses, mm-hmm. uh 
I guess you would probably be able to be like martial law. I'm president forever and I get a special military <laughs> who serves <laughs> me directly. Uh, it seems pretty likely that that could happen in this world. Yeah. And do you remember the the timid guy's name? I didn't write it down. Uh, I have a Jason here. I think Jason. It, no, Jason is the hero Panam Stan. Oh, uh, then there's uh, Shen Mei, who is the, the fourth person. If I take a look at the IMDb to try to figure this out, it doesn't help, but it does give me a few a few fun things like um, credited uh, here. We have Kellen Goff as zombies. <laughs> oh, good. Okay, great. Presumably then all the zombies, <laughs> some of the zombies. I don't know. Kellen Goff, though, doing Maybe good work Maybe it's like Patrick there. Warburton in Toy Story where it's like he did one voice and then they like kind of like pitch shift it a little bit for each different <laughs> yeah, zombie. Just does them all. Yeah. Um, and then we also have, and I don't like, I don't mean to make fun of this guy's name, but Bill Butts as Mad Dog. And it's not so much his name that, that attracts me to, to say that about him, but his profile picture on IMDb is him like shirtless and jacked and just like, look at everything I've got. <laughs> it's weird. I guess, unless you're like specifically a bodybuilder, oh, apparently he's a Twitch streamer and voice actor so yeah he's a voice actor and he chose that as his imdb profile picture <laughs> he's like if you need a guy who sounds like behind the microphone he's also fucking jacked that's me baby hey buddy thanks for the sub welcome to the butt squad yeah i wonder if he streams shirtless <laughs> and flexing the whole time all right that's that's a little trip down imdb but who do Thank we have you. here could it be patrick it is patrick <laughs> okay uh, I went to the Resident Evil wiki to okay. find a photograph of this fictional man. Um, yeah, so the the squad, the Secret Service squad is Leon, Jason, who is the hero of Panam Stan, uh, Shen Mei, and Patrick. And uh, Leon is still on his way to uh, the White House, and then the light White House lights go out, power gets cut. And everyone freaks out. They like grab the president and just kind of sit him down on that one couch they have in the Oval Office and like make him like put his head between his knees. And then one guy just kind of like sits on top of him. Yeah. I'm your human shield. To like cover him. And I'm like, all right, like, should you like, move him to a bunker or something? <laughs> but it's also like, what's so funny about this movie and any Resident Evil property? at all it's just like oh something's about to happen what could it be yeah, i wonder it what might anything. be about to happen it could it could be zombies i mean don't don't put you know all your eggs in one basket don't <laughs> right, just assume right, it's right, gonna right, be zombies right 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 it could be people who have a parasite in their head that oh. makes them act like zombies it could be that holy <laughs> shit um but no it's zombies yeah zombies are in the white house i mean you know different zombies that are normally in the white house different yeah okay yeah <laughs> i get what you're saying political <laughs> pat patrick goes off on his own i think he finds the press secretary uh and he's like oh he's like he's on the ground he's like he's not doing well and it's like and he's like oh he's <laughs> i think he says he's like oh he's been shot in the neck at no point does this motherfucker that's dying say oh i have been bitten yeah like in a world where everyone knows how this shit works right or at least should know there is a moment where they're shooting a zombie 
and Leon has to shoot one in the head, and then he's like, you got to aim for their heads. That's the way that takes them down or something. And it's how, like, how do they not know? How, how is this not common not knowledge? Know? Right. And I, I'm fully okay with genre blindness existing where like they've just never seen a zombie movie before. But now these threats are very real and present throughout the world. You got to know. You got to right. know your zombie shit if you're working any kind of security anymore. Exactly. And I mean, like, I think they mentioned this in here. Like, I think they like the Raccoon City incident, like Resident was Evil 3 covered was, was covered up. Um, but like four, like that happens in a whole separate country. Like, was that also right. like a covered up incident? You know, um, I don't I don't know what's happening in Spain right now. It could be all zombies <laughs> over there. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. Um, I don't have any way of knowing. The uh, so they fight through the White House. They get the president to safety. Um, Jason shows off how gruff and militaristic he is. He does all the fucking so military hand signals. He's like, "To you, did you go that?" I'm the hero, Panam Stan. Yeah, he signs that one that time. You did it, gold star for you. Thank you. Um, and they all they like all they do is like, oh, there's zombies in the White House. All right, we we killed all the zombies in the White House. Yeah, good job, Leon Episode, Kennedy. Episode over. Um, but not really. There's like a not, little bit afterward. Yeah. They're like, we're sending you on a secret mission. Yeah, because they're still convinced it's China. Um, mm-hmm. that is like sent- developing a bioweapon. Sending you to fight China, Leon. What really cracks me up is that they both use the terms bioweapons. Or you know BOWs mm-hmm. and zombies in the mm-hmm. same sentence as if mm-hmm. like that doesn't introduce some like weird mental incongruity. <laughs> or it's like you know call them one or call them the other one. Like you know doing this thing where it's like you two. Have this I very- think you get two. I think you get a casual name and then a like military name. Sure, but to like flip more than that is is not okay because yeah, bio weapon and bio organic weapon is confusing like so if it's not organic is there is there a version of that yeah how is something bio but not organic um so they just give these guys a submarine to go to china with yeah because that's the most efficient route yeah to to get to china before they go to their submarine lair from washington uh, (laughs) dc yeah right exactly that was also like wait a second so did they like fly them to the the west coast anyway while there's there's a secret ocean that travels under america that nobody knows about no one everyone is so fixated on flat earth theory no one talks about secret ocean theory (laughs) yeah um uh, as as leon's exiting the white house to go to the secret ocean uh he runs into claire who's there um well, I guess just very quickly flew back from Panamstan just because mm-hmm. she saw this one kid's illustrations. <laughs> I need to see the president. I've <laughs> seen a drawing. <laughs> <laughs> and, and credit to Leon, he's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, <And> then, yeah. <laughs> then leaves. Um, which again, it's like, okay, maybe it's like, what do you do? Would you are a person that survives something as like seemingly horrific as like a zombie outbreak in a city mm-hmm. or something like that? Do you see in, in this other person who you know is also like a survivor of a similar incident? 
are you ever going to just disregard whatever they say? Is it like, oh, you are now like a conspiracy nut and you're like way in too deep because of these traumatic things you've seen? Like, I can't believe anything you say. Or it's like, I have to believe everything you say because of what the shared trauma we have. Yeah, I don't know. I I hate to admit that I could see myself being like, they don't get it. They, they, <laughs> they're not as cool and tough as me. And yeah. I, I'm the one who sees the real problems. Um, so I, I could see it happening, I guess. Uh, but it is like, it, it's weird. It, it's weird that there's not better routes for Claire to take having been involved in this stuff. She does have, is Chris at large at this point? Or does she know where he is? I couldn't tell you. Because that's her brother, right? Like, right. and he's fighting. My he's brother! about to punch some boulders. My brother's punching boulders somewhere. I, I need to go ring him up and say like, hey, I think zombies are happening again. Um, get your boulder punching gloves on. It's time to go. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm with you as long as I can find as long as there's some boulders there I can punch. Yeah, it's all it's all he's about. Yeah. Um, um, no, she never never mentions him. Not once. Well, we can't we can't have a fifth episode, Nick. Come on. This is Thank a, God. <laughs> this is a four-part <laughs> miniseries. Uh, so they go to their underwater, you know, their secret ocean. Mm-hmm. Um, they board their... They, gift- they almost get eaten by a fish, but thankfully there is always a bigger fish. Yeah, and they uh-huh. get through just fine. Yeah. Thank you, Qui-Gon. Yeah. Um, the... <laughs> We still gonna get eaten by zombies? <laughs> no, no, lock that shit down. <laughs> Misa by organic weapon. Speaking of racist uh, CG no, characters, I, yeah, we we got them all in this movie. <laughs> we got we got the king. Um, yeah uh no they so the president just gifts them a sub he's like you four people are going to go on the secret mission to china to find this facility that is manufacturing this bioweapon here's a submarine for you a nuclear submarine Mm -hmm. have fun we got a few spares laying around yeah you know it's like we're the u.s military it's like we got ordinance for days can't afford to feed the starving masses but we definitely can build a few extra submarines Jesus. If we feed them, that's more zombies that kill us. The problems, you know. The problem. Oh, it all comes together. I'm yeah. not a socialist anymore. You converted <laughs> me, Dylan. You made nice. it make sense. Welcome back, baby. Welcome to free market <laughs> capitalism. Um, all right. So that's the end of episode one. Episode two. Yeah. We have uh, this vision. We, we start this this cabin, this, this the truck. Vision. The this vision. The vision. Paul Bettany. <laughs> right, yes. Um, let me have you heard of the ship of Theseus? We used yeah. it have you heard, to sail have to you, sail the underground. Have you heard of the submarine ocean. of Theseus? <laughs> um we see this uh perspective of someone driving up to this kind of abandoned cabin, walking inside. He has a he has a brown paper bag, drops the brown paper bag as he comes into this room. And then it cuts to Jason, um, the hero Panam Stan, being violently woken up by uh, just like the nightmare he was having, and Liam being like, "Whoa, are you okay?" Because Leon can never show any emotion at any point right, ever, right? Um, and 
we also get Claire has rented out this uh, shitty motel outside DC and is doing her own investigation. Got the fucking pinup pictures on the wall and everything. Mm-hmm. You know, you think if you're like a motel owner and you like go into a room after a, a someone has a guest has checked out and you just see like a bunch of like tiny ass holes in the wall left by like push pins. Are you were like son of a bitch, not again. If you're in DC, though, you're used to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like oh, <laughs> again. You just provide Break. cork boards in every <laughs> right motel room. Um, but she is learning that the company Jason was a part of, which is the company that was at the very beginning of the of the miniseries, um, trying to save the people, uh, Mad Dog, so they're called. After everyone's favorite malt liquor, Mad Dog 2020. Um, Did I ever tell you about the guy named Mad Dog who threatened to piss on my dog's head? So he was he was mad at dogs. (laughs) Is that? And his name was Mad Dog. He was so mad at dogs that his name was Mad Dog. Yeah, he had a wheelchair and he would sit on the corner. It's a real thing. Okay, (laughs) he would sit on the corner opposite the street from my house. Um. And just sit there and like hang out drinking all day. And sometimes get mad, get out of his wheelchair, lift it over his head, and throw it at cars that passed by. <laughs> oh my God. Like overhead launch this thing at moving vehicles. Uh, and he would always miss. And I don't know if that was by design or lack of skill. I don't know which. Um, but he would always miss. So it became a non threat. I guess <laughs> like, you know, the cops would show up, talk to him and then they leave. And that would be a recurring cycle. And I was walking my dog one day and he started screaming at me. <laughs> and, and this was one of the days he had been throwing his uh, wheelchair. So I probably shouldn't have walked my dog near him at that time, but I did. Um, it was just like a, a part of Richmond. Uh, and, uh, and that's, I mean, you've heard the end of the story, which is, <laughs> is that your dog? <laughs> i don't like him i'll piss on his head (laughs) and uh i i i didn't engage too much i i was prepared to defend my dog's head should i need to but luckily someone came out and ushered mad dog away and calmed him down and i went back inside (laughs) later mad dog cleaned my yard for 20 bucks one time wow did he piss on it i wouldn't know okay (laughs) Because then his name would be Mad Yard. So So anyways, this guy in this movie uh, that we clearly link to that, um, that's where he ends up eventually. Okay, that's that's the end of his arc. Right, yeah. Yeah, so Jason, the hero of Panamstan. Mad Dog Jason, the hero of Panamstan. He'll piss on your dog's head. (laughs) So I'll do it. Don't you even give me twenty dollars? Um, <laughs> I didn't pay him to piss on my dog's head. <laughs> he, uh, uh, so yeah, he's having this, these nightmares about his experiences in Panamstan. Um, so Leon and Jason kind of have this heart to heart. Um, and just kind of like their shared trauma. This is like Leon shares it. Like, oh yeah, I was in Raccoon City. And he was like. Oh, I heard like the government glass that place. Mm-hmm. He was like, "Yeah, because of zombies, dumbass." Like, <laughs> like it's still he's not like uh, sacrifice a city to save a country. I know it right. all. 
Yeah. Have you heard of fear? <laughs> have you heard of this emotion? Let me tell you something. This movie, I think, might have been sponsored by Dictionary.com. <laughs> <laughs> he goes on to explain what terror is. And, like, there is a moment when he says, he says, do you know where terror comes from? And I was like, oh, are we about to get some pathos? Lean forward. Let's see where this is going. He points at his head. Terror comes from fear <laughs> in your mind. <laughs> and then that's when Nick knew that he could lay back and never have to lean forward in this movie again. I was so like, what? <laughs> Some human had to fucking write this. Someone had to say, I'm going to get him good. I'm going to explain terror as fear <laughs> it's, it's so simple it's brilliant um what, what hey dylan <laughs> yeah do you know do you know where happy comes from <laughs> no tell me it's from feeling good in here <laughs> oh my god what the, what the fuck so i thought this was gonna be a one-time throwaway line and i was just like i don't know why this scene is given so much like weight and importance and uh what what are they possibly thinking by writing that line and i message you and i'm like this is fucking stupid this is awful and you're like hey you got to pay attention to the opening titles <laughs> so i immediately race over like you know slide the little bar over and watch and like stay jaw dropped as it shows up on screen, like in that floating maps thing, somebody has scribbled the word fear and then an arrow and then terror and like six circles around terror. And the pieces are all coming together. It's so awful. It's so bad. It was they say this shit a hundred more times before the miniseries is over. Uh-huh. They are so focused on fear leads to terror. And it's not like the fucking dark side, like fear is the path to the dark side. It's like, just, you know what terror is? It's fear. Did you not know that? Did you? It's I like, know. I'm a real smart military guy. I've lived terror, so I know what fear is. It's 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 like it's like super fear. It's super fear. It's fear times two. It's yeah, fear it's squared. Worse. It's way yeah. worse. I know math. Yeah. Uh, Do you know yeah, what Fear best... Street is? It's another Netflix special. <laughs> it's that Netflix show. <laughs> it's just um, a mid, mid-roll ad in the middle of this yeah. fucking miniseries. Yeah. Um, hey, you bored of this shit? How about God you watch damn this? It. It, um, is, it is this guy's entire life to relate fear and terror as if those words are not synonyms in some way. And that terror is this grander scale concept that you piddly fucking moron could not understand, but maybe I can help guide you there by starting with fear. I feel like I part of me wants to believe like a writer like and just discovered that terror is the root word and the word yeah. terrorist right exactly exactly that that is exactly what it is they've grown up hearing terrorist all their life and they were like that's a weird word huh what's that what's that mean what's it mean to be a terrorist does it just mean being a part of a military organization 
no, that can't be right. Let's look it up. And the answer is yes, it kind of is. But <laughs> but they go look it up and they, they, they find out that terror is the base word and that it's synonymous with fear and their fucking universe exploded in their heads and they realized, oh my God, that's how they try to make people afraid to get to change they are causers of fear but that's a terrible word they're terrorizers they're terrorists terrorism makes sense to me now (laughs) i can i have to tell the world what's the perfect medium netflix (laughs) nick you know you know what terrorists start as do you know where terrorism starts where (laughs) fearism Fearists. They're, they're a bunch of fearisms. Fearizoids. The best the fearis- part was when, when was the fearizoids when you... invade. Uh-huh. Everything changed. <laughs> when the fear nation attacked. Um, the best part was when you messaged me. It's like, man, this fucking fear to terror thing is such a stupid line. And I was like, uh-huh. And like, uh-huh. I bit my lip. And then like a couple minutes later, I was like, wow, they said it again. That's really yeah, stupid. That's, that's when then... you told me to go to the intro. I was like, really? They went back to that well? Oh, oh little did I know. To go <laughs> back they... to such glorious days of ignorance. <laughs> they love that well. That The rest of this movie... Miniseries, that well. whatever the fuck gets <laughs> yeah. is us they, living in that well they dropped the whole script right down there didn't they yeah they're Holy like the secret fuck. oceans down here <laughs> god damn it <laughs> that's it oh you know what the secret ocean started as <laughs> a well <laughs> of fear oh god okay um i think we should just end this episode here honestly it's really everything boils down to that if you get that lesson then halfway through you're on episode two of the four-part miniseries but you get that lesson and that is the rest of it <laughs> it's yeah. all done um oh man all right so they're in the submarine um jason has this fucking fear terror epiphany mm-hmm. uh he it's what's really weird about that scene is he goes to being like super afraid and like waking up from this night terror to being the confident one in that conversation. Yeah. Which really bugged me. He then leaves uh, and goes to like, because he understands terror. Right. He like, he, you know, he, the student has become the master. Mm-hmm. Um, Leon then just like walks by him and he's in the bathroom and the bathroom door is, is, you know, cracked open and he sees him standing at the sink and he's injecting himself with something and he's like kind of getting the shakes, getting the shakies mm-hmm. about it. And it's like, oh, what's that about? Um, and then the sub goes on lockdown because they, they head to the bridge. Everyone's dead in the bridge. And they're like, oh, shit, what could it be? What could it possibly be, yeah. Nick? I think it could be terror. Well, shit. I don't really understand terror, though. Well, it starts with someone. It, okay, it starts there. But what what it's step one. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> step one, fear. fear. Step two, question mark, question mark, question mark. Yeah. Step three, terror. Yeah. How do we get there? Um. I guess we'll find out if if yeah. only someone could lead us there. Mm. Um, so they find so everyone's dead in the bridge. Um, we then see um, Jason and 
Shen Mei. Because uh, Shen Mei's there too. Um, uh, but they left Patrick behind because he's the, you know, he's the new guy. Um, and they, uh, Jason Shen Mei head to the back of, of the sub. Um, they're like sealed bulkhead separating us from the bow because there's an infection and one of the guys is like oh shit okay and he closes the big bulkhead door and starts tightening it and then gets throat gets slashed by jason uh they're throwing knives at the other guys and killing them all oh my gosh holy shit it's a twist it's betrayal what a twist what a twist meanwhile leon is walking through the sealed off part of the the sub and he's walking through trying to look for survivors trying to figure out what's up and he walks by another corpse and this corpse it's got like it's got a little bump it's got a little bump under its shirt Corpse bump yeah it's like it's like moving back and forth it's like that's weird also like plainly a ripoff from alien um (laughs) so not too interesting and then what should come out of it but this giant fucking rat covered in blood and like super fangs and like yeah yeah yeah. um just nasty infected zombie rat and tries to attack leon leon obviously can't shoot it because they're in a pressurized submarine and he takes like a uh fire extinguisher and just smashes it (laughs) to death it just flattens it on the the graded floor but there's not just one rat. Oh, there's so many. <laughs> oh my god! But I I kind of said that like I was building up, but you you then threw it back at me, and I didn't know what to do with it. Well, <laughs> yeah. We got there. Yeah, there are so many rats. There's just swarms of them. He has to fight and retreat, I guess, and kind of like make his way back to where everyone else is. Um, and uh, who's who's the lady with Jason? Uh, Shen Mei. Shen Mei is like about to myrtleize him when he comes up and rejoins them. And then I think it's time for like a, all right, let's, let's come to Jesus. Let's park this boat. <laughs> let's get out and, and say what we're, we're really doing. Right. Well, I mean, they have to, because <laughs> when the infection happened, the sub also went to a self-destruct sequence. So they had to escape <laughs> right. the sub how, with their, how could I forget? mini submersible and fly off to safety but yes i also yeah. just want to point out i thought the rat encounter thing i was watching that i was like man this would be a really cool video game sequence for it, it sure felt like a video game sequence yeah resident evil game man i would have liked to play this instead of watching it in this terrible miniseries <laughs> um but anyways they make it to shanghai what are you saying yeah Nick? yeah and then this is this is when the second fear and terror thing comes up because when he's like hey tell me what's happening what what is going on here and jason's like all right i'm gonna spill it all for you remember when i said that really smart thing about terror <laughs> like i feel like that's what the like impact he wants it to have when he brings it back up he's like remember when i told you that thing that deep insight into humanity well here it is again i'm gonna repeat it and then we're gonna we're gonna lay it all out here we have to fight america (laughs) um he wants to sort of reveal like that america has been involved in all of these experiments and awful things with bioweapons and uh you know if we don't make it 
open and clear to the world, then um, it's just going to keep getting worse. And Leon's like, oh, so it's mutiny? Fine. <laughs> I'm going to... Or treason? Yeah. I got so mad here. Yeah. It's like, I know Leon used to be a fucking cop, and he was like, piece of shit, but it's like... Yeah. A-cab. Like <laughs> All day. <laughs> <laughs> but you're fucking like... Like, your arc through these games... And through this franchise is that, mm-hmm. hey, people that cause harm with these zombie plagues are out and out bad. And if that ultimately leads back to the U.S. government, aren't they bad? And it's like at some re- for some reason, he stops there. He's like, no, I can't. <laughs> yeah. Not not. This, no. this is where I draw the line. Yeah. My paycheck. <laughs> you know? It's so if it, fucking if my dumb. boss is involved, then I am not down with it. Uh, down with stopping it. So yeah, um, walk me through because I do kind of lose the thread here. And I'm sorry you're having to like tell the whole story of everything. That's good. Um, it's fine. That's what I'm here for. They get into this argument about it, and then somehow Jason gets shot. Yep. <laughs> what happened? He they they they. Oh, does he are... reveal in this? I'm sorry. Before I say that, does he reveal his his like medicine? Right. He tells the whole plot. Right. No, 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 no. Oh shit. That's that's later. Oh, um okay. he he yes, he they both have their guns on the table when they're talking cuz they have a, you know, their safe house, their shitty Shanghai apartment. Mm-hmm. Um hey, guns on the table. <laughs> like, yeah, 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 everything use out. A, please use a coaster though. <laughs> Gun coaster. Yeah. Um they they have this disagreement. Leon says, "Oh, okay, it's treason." And so it's like, I'm going to I'm going to take you in, which is like, I don't know if you're talking to this guy who is like a decorated military veteran and you're talking to him on foreign soil and like you just seem like at a distinct disadvantage here. Maybe don't just blurt out the fact that you're going to take this guy in. And also you're um, outnumbered two to one and don't have eyes on his partner. Right. With Shenmei. Um, yeah. So they both grab their guns. They shoot at each other. Uh, Leon kills Jason. Leon then jumps over the couch uh, that Jason was sitting on and Shen Mei is like in the, the doorway of the apartment and they have a little shootout and then she just runs. Mm-hmm. Um, and he like goes out into the, the hallway and looks down the stairwell and she has like gotten floors away and she's yeah. out. And she's gone. And then it's He's like, like credits. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So that's episode two. Episode three. Um, so Claire has found out that um all but two people in mad dog have killed themselves um the last two are jason and one of jason's um squad mates she finds the address of jason's squad mate and which they don't say where in the world that is so who the hell knows how far (laughs) she traveled um but she finds a cabin which is the cabin that jason's nightmare revolved around um she goes inside and finds like a bunch of little vials on the ground um, with that are like, you know, um, hypodermic syringes. Mm-hmm. And she fucking looks up and there's just a corpse in a chair with his yeah. fucking head blown off. Shotgun between his legs pointed up. Yeah. yeah. Um, just completely just gone. Just like lower, lower half of the jaw there and then nothing else. Um, and so she calls the local police. They like inspect the thing. She finds like a note behind a picture 
about something. I'm pretty sure they drop this thread and never bring it up again. Like, like it, it comes up again once, but we never know what was written on the thing. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. That seems right because I don't recall it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so then we get to uh, back to Leon. Leon has uh, trailed Shen Mei to this very nice estate in China. Um, private, giant, private mansion, contemporary mansion estate. Um, Shen Mei is allowed inside. She goes into this bed chamber. There's like a canopy bed with someone like seemingly sick in a bed uh, tied up to like an EKG and all this medical equipment. Um, <laughs> and this old guy kind of like pops around the corner and he's like, Shen Mei, you're here. And she's like, hi, grandpa. Um, it's like, do you want to see your brother? And like, they, they keep him, they keep his, her brother's face, uh, pretty obscured. Um, then Leon just kicks the door down into the room (laughs) with a hostage with a gun pointed at his head. And he's like, all right, I have this hostage. All right. Now I'm going to put my, this hostage over here. And he's obviously a trained bodyguard, and I'm not going to keep eyes on him. Right. And I'm going to talk to you, Shen Mei. Tell me everything. And this is kind of where Shen Mei kind of kind of spills the beans on the entire plot. Um, in the in the sh- in the show itself, it's kind of like explained over some like a bunch of different cuts. But I mean, we right. just lay we it can all just out sum here. It up. Yeah. 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 So, so it's the defense secretary, right? Yes. Is it? Secretary of Defense or Secretary of State? I thought it was Secretary of State. I think it's State. Defense. Well, whatever. Right, Someone whatever. in the cabinet. Some is, guy. Yeah. Is using this uh, these soldiers who have become infected because he has a sort of temporary antidote, an inhibitor, to keep their infection from going off the rails. And as long as they keep doing what he wants them to do, uh, then he will uh, continue to dose them and keep them alive and not zombified. So they, they keep on doing all of his dirty work. Um, and, uh, that has allowed him to elevate in power and position and build whatever he's building. Um, it's sort of private military. Right. Uh, yeah. And, uh, Panamstan was like a testing ground for the infection. And that's <laughs> how the, the mad dog squad got infected. They were saving that one guy um, from the helicopter crash. Uh, They had to kind of stake out because they weren't getting rescued and they had to find a way back. They really glossed over how they like fought their way out and got back. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um, Because they like stay, stay in the city until it goes dark. And then when it goes dark, a bunch of zombies come out and attack all the, the rebel soldiers and also attack them. That's how they get infected. And then, Somewhere between them killing all the zombies after getting bitten um, and getting back, it, it, they get back to base. Um, after they get bitten, the person that they're saving says, you need to take the injections I have um, mm-hmm. on my body. In, in the on my body. Take on it my from body. my body. Take it. Drink drink from my body. Suck um, from my nipples. No, no. <laughs> It's it the only the way to get the antibodies. Please, please. Um 
And yeah, so they take them and they in- inject themselves. And like you said, that's how they become the, the pawns of the, the, the secretary. Mm-hmm. They then um, carry this guy back, uh, talk, they message over the radio when they saved him who it was. And the person that they saved is Shenmei's brother. So Shenmei's brother is in really rough shape. Um, she kind of finds out where they are um, after they get, you know, out of the hot zone and they kind of like talk, discuss between one another. And she's like, I'm just, uh, I don't know what her rank was. She was just, you know, something like a petty officer or something. And she's like, I'm going to help you kind of get one over on the secretary. He wasn't the secretary at that point, but he was running the machine sure. and is the one that told them the kind of carpet bomb the city uh because he wanted to hide all the evidence of the infection and in the testing grounds of all this stuff so that's what's happening there and then they kind of show how shenmei's brother's kind of state has deteriorated uh with the infection and so they like kind of draw back the curtain and it's him and he has like hedgehog spikes now (laughs) yeah yeah. So Witcher um, crossover, he's turning into the Hedge Knight. Yeah. Right, exactly. Um and that, and that's how the mutation is affecting him. Shenmei keeps referencing he's like, yeah, the secretary is working with a pharmaceutical company. A pharmaceutical company. A pharmaceutical company. I don't know who that could be in this who world. Could it, who could it be? Who who could it possibly who could it be? be no. And mm-hmm. so they have evidence uh to trace like all this genetic testing back to the secretary they want to use it to to reveal it to the world um the chip that has the evidence on it and it has like a bunch of biometric data was implanted in her brother and they yeah, had to extract it to keep it sure why not i what what the fuck ever who the fuck <laughs> cares it's right. so fucking contrived um so yeah, but like getting talking. this chip feels like it's like okay, we got it. We know what we need to do. Yeah. We need to reveal this information to the world, prove that Wilson's a big bad, and uh, change everything. And so they they come to an agreement on that, and then wouldn't you know it, the mansion gets attacked. Oh, by who you may ask? I don't know because they never say nor show anyone on screen to have attacked. Or firebombed or whatever the fuck this mansion, and so it kills it kills Grandpa, it kills the brother, kills everyone basically except for Shenmei and uh, Leon. Yeah. I guess we're supposed to believe it's the secret military serving Wilson. Well, presumably well, there Leon's like walking around the wreckage and he's like muttering to himself. He's like Jason, Jason, and so. That led me to believe that he thinks that Jason did it. Yeah, but why and how and why? And right, double, because that, triple why. <laughs> <laughs> right, because you just killed the motherfucker. And what evidence do you have to believe that he is alive? Yeah, and this is a world where someone could come back from the dead, certainly. Sure. But also, even if they did, why would they do this if their whole goal, like they were aligned with Shenmei, and want to reveal this information not bury it jason was so like where's the logic well you see logic 
Mm-hmm. Starts mm-hmm. with fear. Oh no. <laughs> that leads <laughs> the logic leads to fear, leads to terrorism. <laughs> yeah, just straight to terrorism. Yeah. No terror, just terrorism. Um the study of terror. <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, it's fucking dumb. Yeah. Also so, con- so confusing, house destroying, but yeah. we know that Leon and Shen Mei escape and they want to go uh deal with Wilson somehow. You know, get this ship out there and and deal with it. Um meanwhile, in the like closing scene, Claire gets kidnapped. Right. Because she tried to get an audience with Secretary Wilson being like I have evidence that like there's something there's something going on there's something afoot and it's yeah. like ah, 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 you shouldn't that's not the right person you should have told right you know how big bad people always when there's anyone sniffing around them immediately kidnaps them to kill them instead of being like oh let's play like i'm helpful and see if i can you know right. lead you astray it's like up, oh, you got me time to die <laughs> <laughs> so yeah she gets kidnapped she gets tased in the neck which seems super painful um mm. And that's the end of that episode. Episode four. The final episode. And hopefully the last forever. <laughs> I don't want to see this miniseries make a return. So Wilson's big plan is he is provoking. So he is the one that has caused the hack and the infection in the White House and all this other shit. Because he wants to provoke. He wants to force the president to kind of declare not war. But like, decl- like it escalate aggression with China because if he right. escalates aggression with China, then the need for super soldiers. Right. Don't will... ask me where I got these, but I'm totally ready for China. Yeah, I got them. I got them on lock. Um, also allows it's them. It's the old Emperor Palpatine clone army. He's just been mm-hmm. working, pulling the strings and, and getting his stuff ready all along. <laughs> yeah. Wilson's like execute order. 69 oh no <laughs> do you think there was an order 69 <sighs> but that was just for palpatine that was just <laughs> this was what he told his wife oh no oh no <laughs> um so the president is going to have this announcement about like in- increased aggression against china he's going to have it at andrews air force base Beneath Andrew's Air Force Base is a giant subterranean facility that houses all of the biological weapon super soldiers that Secretary Wilson has been Where else are you gonna developing. Have, what, look, I know the military budget is just like a giant black hole. Like, yeah, of course. That you could just like... Uh, pull money out of that no one like there are no well-kept books on it but come the fuck on really gotta have your super armies to fight china who didn't even do anything wrong in this it's, movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's so dumb the, it's like this fucking future cg it's like they're all in like these stasis pods that are like yeah. lime green in the center of this giant like centrifugal looking thing and there's like giant yeah. there's like walkways that go out to it it's so fucking stupid it's, it's what an amazon warehouse will look like in three years so it's not <laughs> that far off 
Is it are the workers inside the tubes that crack one open <laughs> like yeah. like a light stick and that's how they get them yeah you're not allowed to have breaks to pee you just get your designated 12 hours overnight of regeneration tube and we will extract anything from you during that time that doesn't belong in your body don't worry yeah, like money or food <laughs> yeah everything everything <laughs> or free yeah. time yeah blood yeah um, we'll be paying minimum wage to one <laughs> air that you name <laughs> <laughs> so clara wakes up she's in a folding chair um bound in this facility in this underground you know giant development lab yes Th- there's then a cut to uh, secretary wilson does some fucking speech to her about whatever um maybe fear terror i don't, I don't remember and then they cut to like this bored out tunnel that Leon and Shen may are running down mm-hmm. and they just pop out and it's just like an access tunnel into this giant facility. And it's like, how the fuck did I get there? What is going on? What is, what is any of this? I mean, you would have to know if you're, if you're Leon, you probably have access to a lot of like your eyes only information and you would know where, wilson has been spending an ungodly amount of money (laughs) developing this thing you might be able to put two and two together and we just didn't see that on screen i suppose Um, maybe i don't know very very generous (laughs) yeah maybe too much um yes very abrupt cut like we don't like they were in fucking china how did they get out of china in the time it took for him to knock her out and then her to wake up tied to a chair right like that's facility. like a span of like what 10 hours max yeah like i don't think you would fly from china to dc in that amount of time even if it's direct non-stop well it does make the travel shorter when you go through the ocean right? that's true <laughs> like the, the, the secret underground, underground ocean the, right yes yeah. exactly yeah. yeah um go down the the, the fear well all right so uh, secretary wilson goes up into like the one of the rungs the mezzanine that you know this walkway that's circling mm-hmm. is like back to tanks of of mutant super soldiers yeah just so and he can gloat yeah he's like ha 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 i did i did huh and um who would appear but jason but definitely dead not alive <laughs> <laughs> anymore jason yeah right um and he takes the secretary, who is like an older dude. He's probably like in his sixties or something. Sure. Grabs him by the head and slams him up against one of the the test tubes, the or the the containment Back tubes. Back to tanks, yeah, as we've yeah. been calling them. And he's like, "Oh, you've been how long has it been since you've gotten your last d- dose, your last inhibitor?" It's like, "You need it. You need me. You can't kill me. I give you. I provide you that shit." And uh. Jason goes, he's like, I don't need that shit anymore. And then just transforms into a Resident Evil boss. Yeah, he like flexes out of his flesh and turns into a big green spiky monster um, with a miraculously intact human face, though. Like, like still green and monstrous, you know, like very Frankenstein-y. But like, it, it can emote fully as a human face. It didn't like droop down skin over his eye or twist up and gnarl his mouth. It's just like, I need this to be able to continue talking about (laughs) fear and terror. I got to hold on to this. I can still be somewhat traditionally attractive. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, he like crushes that dude's head against one of these tanks as he transforms. I'm pretty sure he kills him. No, he <laughs> I, bites I him. He bites him oh. in the neck, and then he starts freaking out. He's like, "I need, I need a shot. I need a shot." Um, and then this just seems like bad design. Maybe it's I don't know. <laughs> the entire facility can recognize both when a BOW is outside its containment. Mm-hmm. uh and also if it's rogue yes it knows it knows <laughs> yeah and so it's like rogue bioorganic weapon recognized like starting like destruction failsafe or something the facility then starts filling up with acid mm-hmm. that's what you would do just <laughs> gallons like, countless gallons of acid just right, like hundreds of thousands of gallons almost like a secret underground oceans worth <laughs> yeah it's directly under acid the other yeah right fear leads to terror terror uh-huh. leads to oceans of acid <laughs> right yeah. exactly um and so then the facility like these mechanized arms like start picking up the containment pods of the mutants and then just dropping them into the acid. Yeah. Can we recognize exactly how shitty that is for Jason to be like, I'm making this choice for me. Fuck all these other guys. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not worried about them and yeah. what they've had to deal with. It's Cause like, bananas. presumably those mutants still like he has his intelligence. We very quickly find out, even though he's transformed into a monster, he's not like, Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, he's not Tasmanian doubled out. He's like still waxing on about fear and yes. terror. He's um, sapient. Yes. So presumably everyone in those canisters that's getting dropped into the acid would also be a fully realized human being with a family and lives and interests and hopes and dreams who's just been roped into this program by an abusive super scientist politician. Uh, like they're all dead (laughs) they're all gonna die as a result of this dude's one choice and he's fine with that that's interesting that you drew that conclusion because i just assumed they were like totally like test tube like grown like oh no i from nothing i I assume they had to have been infected and they're like part of this program by obligation you know well either way it's shitty and what's even shittier is that it's not like this facility fills up with enough acid for like a containment pod to be fully submerged it fills right. all the way fucking up yeah a full with floor acid. worth yeah yeah oh multiple like this thing's yeah. like at least like five five to ten stories high um <laughs> yeah. and it has like multiple like containment rings so it's like once you get past like the, the the big silo that holds all the mutants there's like a a almost like a fucking um like the like this big circular seal that like closes in and then beyond that there's another one that closes in and assumedly there's a giant there's a fucking press conference happening all above that (laughs) right above it (laughs) with the white house press corps and the president and the secret service and all this shit um Mm -hmm. where they're about to announce that they are going to make peace with panamstan they're going to announce peace with them and also announce that they're going to war with China, I guess, yeah, is the plan basically. for the president. Uh-huh. Like, that's mm-hmm. the other plot that's happening, yeah. is that the president's like, well, we need this peace with this fictional country that's dying to front run our order of aggression against China because they hacked us and maybe blew up one of our submarines because that was another plot that was on Wilson's, like, 
presumably he sabotaged the submarine and also was going to blame it on China. Yeah. Um, but like, it's a weird thing to have to like justify it with like, no, we're good guys. Look what they're doing a good thing. And that, um, but, uh, luckily while, uh, while Claire and Shenmei and Leon start trying to stop, uh, Jason, uh, Frank and Frank and Jason, uh, Patrick has somehow gotten word that Wilson is doing all of this. I don't yeah. remember when they slipped him the information, but he is there with the president. And when the president goes up on stage to announce that he's about to fuck up China, Patrick's like, dude, it wasn't any of this. It was all Wilson. China had nothing to do with it. And he's like, who told you this? Leon, sir. <laughs> and the president's like, oh, Leon. <laughs> and he almost gets like little heart eyes and sparkles behind his head. And he's like, mm-hmm. So he goes up to the podium and he pushes aside his uh, prepared speech about how China's a bunch of dickbags and instead <laughs> says, we need a united world and that's why we're going to take care of Panamstan and be their buddies. The end. Thank you for coming to my fourth grade report. <laughs> yeah, um, it's pretty good. I mean, I like that arc that like the president is obsessed with Leon now because he saved his yeah. daughter that one right. time. Right. Um, but also to take it on the word of just some guy <laughs> like the yeah. Leon told me how much could you slip by the president if you just said Leon told me this. Hey, 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 Trump, Leon told me that vaccines are good. Can you go ahead and get that out there for us? <laughs> hey, hey, Leon said that that we really need some social programs to help these people. Yeah. Um, yeah. How much can you manipulate the president? Also interesting that this president is only like maybe 50, 52 years old. Yeah. And that, that's uh, the most not unrealistic a, part of this, yeah, <laughs> this yeah. whole miniseries. Not a decrepit old man who is leeching off the yeah. life force of the United States. Um, <laughs> okay. So we kind of resolve that plot back down underground. Uh, Shenmei goes and tries to have like a heart to heart with a very literal heart to heart with Frank and Jason by touching his gross beating chest, which is like his heart is like protruding out of between like a cage of bone. Um, yeah, this definitely feels like this whole miniseries was going to be a video game at some point. Yeah, Cause like, absolutely. It's like, Oh, there's his weak spot. Um, so she like touches it and she's like, Hey, we, we are, we're good pals and I wouldn't <laughs> want my buddy to die. And I like um, you even with your fucked up chest heart. Yeah. You still got a good face. It's cool. Um, and she's like, I, I wouldn't want to see you die over this. And he says, Jason's already dead. And then breaks her fucking arm. <laughs> Very rude. <laughs> like, I get his whole deal is is he explains he he's like hey remember that cool smart thing i said about fear well guess what i'm gonna be i'm gonna go up and get in that tele uh, that uh that that conference press conference that's what the word is not teleconference i'm gonna get on that press conference and show the world what a monster looks like because they've been covering up monsters all this time and they're gonna finally see me and when they see me everyone will know what terror is <gasps> and then they will terrorize the president. I'm pretty sure that's what he wants. Yeah, it's real A, B to C there. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he's like, I got I to gotta fight my way up this, this laboratory and break out. And don't try to stop me. Um, so he breaks her arm. 
he could have easily been like, I'm going, don't try to stop me, or I'm going and I've got like Hulk strength now. I'm just going to take you with me and not break your arms. Like, why did he have to be a dick to her? <laughs> I guess just to make us feel better about him dying uh, eventually. Um, oh, wait, he yeah. dies? Yeah, I don't know if you, sorry. <laughs> are you watching it as we're talking? <laughs> are you, uh, yeah, are you live podcasting this? <laughs> I haven't opened this other window here. Yeah. Um, so uh throws her aside which means it's up to leon leon tries various things like hitting him with a rocket launcher and you know uh whatever never never during this entire fight does he shoot him in the fucking exposed glowing red heart yeah motherfucker you went up against like fucking mr x and goddamn like fucking nemesis and yeah nemesis had like a gross chest heart thing like shoulder heart and like you know to shoot that what are you doing yeah what, what the fuck is going on you fucking lose all that it's like when she become a, like a fucking career guy in the secret yeah. service and she's like oh she's got to protect the president yeah so never does that i can't believe it like i i'm still a little bit like did i miss it did it happen and i missed it it never shows up in this fight um but he does sort of like they 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 fight their way up the the tower of um terror con- tower of terror <laughs> yeah um and then at the you see very... it was originally called the tower of fear but you know what fear becomes oh my god <laughs> it grew you see and look it, look, it, it started as a tower of fear and then became the tower of terror and yeah. ultimately it's a tower of acid <laughs> that's we did learn that terror leads to acid yes yeah. every time every time um what happens at the very top he's like he tries to reason with him he's like don't we we can stop this because we already have stopped this basically uh don't go up there and kill people and become the monster that everyone needs to know that <laughs> don't be a monster on tv don't do it <laughs> Yeah. And he says, nope, I'm going to do it. And then Leon does something clever. I can't, I can't remember. I was really hoping you were going to bring this one home for us because I do not remember how this fight. Because they there's so many like gotcha moments where it's like, oh, they're falling closer to the acid. Oh, mm-hmm. Leon's like caught at the bottom of a broken walkway. He's climbing himself back up. I can't remember. This is amazing that we don't also, remember the end of this fucking thing. <laughs> you said Shen Mei's arm gets broken. Does she not straight up just die? Oh, maybe she does. Yeah, maybe he like tosses her in the acid. Huh. I think she, I think he broke her neck, not her arm. He like crushes her arm first, and that okay. stood out to me. Maybe maybe he does uh, kill her. But yeah, now I'm remembering. So he's like on this elevator thing that's like rising up to the next level. And Leon finds some way to like disengage that and just. I drop think Claire him. does because Claire is like, oh Claire, making her okay. way up the thing because she was still bound and the acid started coming up and then she got up and then she's like doing her own. You see, this is the part. You see, this would be a co-op game and one person yeah. would be playing as Leon and another person would be playing as Claire and mm-hmm. Claire's got to get to the controls where they like mm-hmm. lift in and in and put down cargo. Yeah, and she's dropping the cargo. Yeah, so they're like both on this giant storage container, and she she drops it, and he hits his quick time event just in time exactly. to grab a hold of the cabling that's hanging loose, and so he's like suspended above the acid, and uh, big guy drops in, 
And then do they like drain the acid afterwards? I don't know. He like gets picked up again or something. He's or, like impaled on yeah. these two like jutting spikes. And so they must have like drained it a level to be able to see him, like make sure he's dead or something. Right. I don't know. But Leon goes down to have like a last conversation with like half of this dude <laughs> who is impaled and he finishes his terrorism speech again and then just dissolves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like acid always waits for you to finish your, what you're going to say. Yeah. Very polite. He just sloths off this this prong yeah. thing that he's on. Yeah. Um, and that's Resident Evil. That's it. Infinite infinite darkness resident evil into darkness yeah yeah uh um, there's there's one last scene where it's claire leaving uh she's like walking off the white house grounds like through through one of the gates um and she's like hey you still got that chip that shen may gave you he's like yeah i got it right here and she's just like That's you know right. we should we should whistleblow this whole thing that just yeah. happened. And he's like, nah. Yeah. What the fuck, dude? Like, um, and she, she, <laughs> there is, there is a weird, like she takes it so personally instead of being like, that's going to cause so much more trouble to not reveal that. Instead. She's like, Oh, so we just do what you want to do sometimes. And we do what I want to do sometimes. And it's like, yeah, that's how any kind of human relationship works. You do have to have some give and take, but that's not really what's material here. What's material is the lives that have been lost and right. like the justice that needs to be, you know, that needs to happen by blowing this thing open. I don't think it should really matter that your feelings are hurt because he doesn't want to do what you want to do. It's so shitty because they always pitch like Leon and the other like main characters of this franchise as like, Oh, we are always trying to like bring justice. Yeah. Um, but he's definitely a shithead, isn't he? No. Yeah. He's straight up in the wrong. It's really fucked up. Yeah. That could like, be kind of fun if that ever like rounds back as him being kind of a villain or something. Right. I don't he's, remember. Like, gone full government man. Yeah. I don't remember what happens. I, I never played it, but um, like Resident Evil six, like one of the first, parts of that game is you playing as leon and the president has turned into a zombie and like a lot of oh, dc no. has has been the, overrun. Same, the same president yeah. uh-huh yeah oh no yeah um and in that i know that game like deals with a big like confrontation between leon and chris like they're on opposite sides of some conflict uh down to the point where there's like a gunfight between them at some point. Interesting. Okay. Uh, but I don't so know. So it's kind of built up. I, yeah. If Leon is a dirtbag in the other games that I haven't played and like, and some of the games I have played um, and like, he just is like always going to do this and it's in his character and that, that works on that level. Sure. Um, I do think they, you know, like you said, it was either a movie that they cut up or, Somebody was like, miniseries are really hot right now. <laughs> we need to do a miniseries. Um, it it feels like it could have been a lot shorter for what it was. I think there was a lot of filler, a lot of like long droning shots. The mood is always weird. Like the the intro song does not get me hyped up for what it is, but it also never really felt like Resident Evil to me, except for Big Boss Monster. Because every Resident Evil game, even the early ones, still had like a big ugly monster guy. Right. Um, I don't know. It just, it was always like a little bit off the whole way through. Yeah. 
They then uh, they also have a, a shot of Wilson having gotten away, and he is uh, kind of clandestinely meeting gotcha. this kind of business rep of the pharmaceutical company. What kind really, of pharmaceutical company? Yeah, it's Tricell. Oh, <laughs> Every, everyone's favorite well-known pharmaceutical company from the Resident Evil franchise try sell yeah huh kind of really takes the wind out of my sails on this one <laughs> yeah i was just kind of like okay like and then maybe and maybe that was better addressed in the games and i just never paid attention to that but i always thought yeah. that, I, I thought that was weird it's like oh okay you're not going to use umbrella right I, I mean it's kind of that misdirect right sure i just never i never know again having not played these games I don't know if that ever like comes back around in any way or they just needed like a offhand. Oh, no, it, it's like it is an entity in the games, apparently. OK, um, I'm just doing a little little quick wiki while we talk and a little uh, quick wiki. Oh, quickie wiki. That's uh, welcome to our new podcast segment. Quickie wiki, where people who don't know anything about a video game <laughs> will look at a wiki and tell you what they find. <laughs> mm. Um uh, they they were founded after discovering medicinal herbs in Africa. So. Okay, so it probably ties into five then. Yeah, probably. Okay, well that's Resident Evil in in into darkness. Yeah. Uh, hey, what do we got coming up next on this dang podcast? Um. Hmm. What do we? Well, I also want to address. I think also the reason they uh they they probably did this. Whatever the fuck this is, I think I think Netflix. <laughs> yeah did this whole thing is because they have that live action tv show coming up soon so i think mm-hmm. they're just like trying to grab onto any resident evil content that they can which is so weird because if the live action tv show isn't set in this universe this would just be confusing for a lot of people if you're not already a resident evil fan right also it's really weird from the casting of that live action resident evil show lance reddick is playing albert wesker <laughs> 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 all right yeah, yeah. That's it's fine. Like, yeah, like I like Lance Riddick. Like he, I think yeah. he's a good actor. It's just weird, like because Albert Wesker is definitely like part of his like thematic trapping of his character is that he's like kind of like an Aryan Ubermensch, right? Right. So it's weird casting Lance Riddick in that role, but yeah, yeah. I like that actor. Choice. Maybe they really are gonna like rebuild his character. That's gonna be something different. Who knows? Maybe. Um, Re- reinvent is the word I was looking for. All right, Nick, are you ready for what comes next? Um, let, let's get this in here real quick. I'm sorry, because since you stopped, I, I then realized I had a thought. Okay. There, there, are, there are three pieces of trivia for this movie on IMDb, and only three pieces. And I do often rely on IMDb for this podcast to give us these little nuggets of joy. Joy nuggets. Yeah. Joy nuggets. Yeah. I thought I'd give out these little joy nuggets to everyone here. Uh, the first piece of trivia we have already mentioned, set between the events of Resident Evil 4, parentheses 2005, and Resident Evil 5, parentheses 2009. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Good. Okay. Yeah. Good. Solid trivia. Uh-huh. Important sure. on this page. The next piece of trivia. It is set after the events of Resident Evil 4. <laughs> the last piece of trivia. Uh-huh. Set before the events of Resident <laughs> Evil 5. <laughs> So that's good. Hey, what do we got coming up next time on this podcast? Well, let me tell you, Nick. 
we have this movie from 1999 called Samurai Spirits 2 colon Asura Zanmaiden. Um, I assume this is related to Samurai Showdown. Um, I have no idea. I have I'd, never heard of this. I don't. It, yes. It, it, yes, it is a Samurai Spirits 2 is what Samurai Showdown 2, I believe, is called in Japan. And maybe that's what the hmm. entire franchise is called. Um, but yeah, another another OVA, our favorite, coming at you next time.